Whole Being, a podcast on wholeness with Ariane and Maximilian. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Hi, everyone. Welcome. How are you doing today, Ariane? I'm doing super well today, Max. Thank you so much for asking. How are you doing? I'm really good. I'm sitting here with a big smile, looking out. It's a sunny day. I'm excited for the topic that we've chosen. As so often, the topic came very naturally. So I feel that it's it's really guiding us. Everything's guiding us into, into this beautiful direction, and we just keep going deeper and deeper. And uh, I feel that our listeners hopefully are, are sensing that as well. So the topic today is, are we ever really lost? And I think that in itself is such a powerful question to to ask ourselves, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is a very good theme to discuss right now, because we've been living a certain way for so long, you know, our whole life, literally. And now it seems very clearly, it seems <laughs> that we're being asked to step away from this way of being and living that clearly cannot move forward with us into a harmonious, healthy new world. It clearly can. So a lot of people are, there's this, this in-between. It's not a lot of people, it's everyone. Everyone in the world right now is experiencing this in-between state where we realize, hey, I, I really can't live the same way anymore. The world can't live the same way anymore. I have to go somewhere else now. I have to be a different person. I have to do things differently. I have to show up in a different way. But what is that? You know, and so, oh, I don't know what that is. So I'm going to cling to the old. Yeah, but the old is falling apart. Well, now I'm lost. <laughs> you know, it's like this, this inner narrative, this inner spiral where people are grasping. They feel lost. They don't know what to do. I would invite everyone, and I know you're going to do the same, Max, in your own way. I would invite everyone here to see this from a very different perspective. You know, how on earth are we supposed to transition to a whole harmonious new life and new planet when we are grasping to an old way of being that is designed within that illusion of safety? Remember, we talked about that on that last podcast, this illusion of safety what if we're being asked what if we're being asked to step into a new way of life and being that we don't fully know the details of yet you know what i mean what if we're being asked to take that step someone might say but that's being lost because you don't know what it is i'm sorry when did we have to know the details of everything all the time <laughs> you know what i'm saying like what if you're not lost? What if we are not lost at all? And what if we are actually very much found, very much provided for, very much held and supported in every single moment? That's beautiful. It's so beautiful because I feel there's there's so much truth there, so much authenticity and so much power in it as well. You know, when I think about the word or the phrase being lost, I always have this question come up, how do we know? And why do we say something like that? Like, what does it actually, 
what does it mean to be lost? And I, I, I would encourage everyone to, to ask yourselves that question. How do you determine that you're lost? Whether that's lost in, in a city you've never been in or lost in, in thoughts, lost with all the emotions that are coming your way. What does it really mean to be lost for you? You know, when I ask myself that question, there isn't really an answer to it because I am at a place where I feel so deeply within myself that as you were pointing out, Ariane, I'm always found, I'm always somewhere. I'm always right where it feels like I need to be in this very moment. And yes, it's true, it's, it, it's not always been that way, especially way back when, throughout my 20s, there were very many times where I thought I, I was lost, feel lost and I would classify the moment as wow I'm lost let's say lost with everything that's going on in my life it would be because my mind that always loves love to think about things analyze things try to figure out things was being pushed so far because of a certain situation or a series of situations that it found itself kind of like pushed into a corner, pushed towards its limits of understanding and figuring things out and finding solutions to something. That's when I would, back in the day, would say, whoa, I feel, I feel lost right now. But what is this really? It's really just that the mind is overwhelmed with everything that's coming its way, all the stimuli, all the processing that it needs to do. And even when we take this on a level, on a, on a more physical level, you know, being lost in a city, for instance, that we've never been in before. In my 20s, I traveled throughout the world a lot, and I would often find myself in foreign cities, in foreign countries, sometimes not even speaking the language. And yes, I would sometimes feel very lost in the middle of a street. And why was I feeling so lost there? Again, it was because the mind was trying to analyze everything and trying to process all the information and then trying to make sense of it, trying to find solutions on how I could get from A to B, for instance, it would almost like hit these walls where it just couldn't process any faster or it just couldn't process the information any, any further. And then I would feel lost. So again, there's this element of the mind simply be, being overwhelmed. And to this day, I can still put myself in situations where if I approach the situation just from the level of my mind, I could probably still feel lost at times. But the thing is, I have come to realize in the last few years and began to embody myself as being not just the mind, not just the body, but also a soul, acknowledging the spirit aspect of myself, that that goes beyond everything. And when I embrace myself as this beautiful wholeness that I am, including the aspect of the soul, 
I always feel grounded. I always feel that I am where I'm meant to be. And this is something that goes beyond the beyond thoughts, beyond thinking, beyond mental concepts, even beyond words. So it's really something that we have to experience. And nowadays, I can still find my my mind at times feeling lost because it's overwhelmed with all the stimuli that's coming its way. But it no longer makes me feel lost. It, it makes me realize that this concept of being lost was really just a creation of the mind itself. That the soul aspect of me is always grounded. It is always rooted within love, within the benevolence of the universe or the benevolence of everything. And that I find so incredible because now when we look at the world, and I'm sure this, this resonates with many people, there's so much shit going around these days, so many new things that are happening that give us these what-the-fuck moments that the mind is overwhelmed and overstimulated and still trying to find solutions and to still try to make things understandable, but really hitting the walls hard and just feeling overwhelmed. And that's when I think a lot of people feel very lost again and again. But it's really now about the question, what does it really mean for myself to feel lost? Is it just the mind aspect that is maybe just processing the information incorrectly or just incompletely and drawing these conclusions from it? Because, because it's a phrase that gets thrown around in our society so much. I mean, we hear it as, as, as little kids. I think probably the first person I ever heard to say, oh, I'm lost, was most likely one of my parents. And it's... You know, those things are really interesting because then we have these people that are so important in our lives introduce these these concepts, these mental concepts to us. And we we don't really question them. We just buy into them and we then we adopt the lingo. And whenever there is something that makes us feel confused or makes the mind overwhelmed, we just go and say, well, I can't figure it out right now. Therefore, I am lost. Yeah, fantastic. This is a great way to enter this journey. Thank you for paving that way with what I would say is the most fundamental theme of this episode of this podcast today, everyone. Can you be lost if you are in the present moment fully? We are found always. We are always found when we're in the present moment because in the present moment, we're being, we're here. We're in our body and we can focus on the one step at a time, the one deed, the one thought, the one action at a time. And that one thing to do or to show up as or to be is very significant and is very important. Max highlighted this so beautifully here. When we get so fixated in the mind, we lose our sense of being found, we lose our groundedness, we lose our even our sense of identity in many instances. And 
what is the mind doing there? The mind is probably fixating on what? On the future. Maybe it's fixating on the past. It's taking us away from this moment. You might say, Ariane, the world's falling apart. We don't know where we're going. All this hardship is happening, really terrible things. And we don't know where we're going. We're lost. That's one way of looking at it. Every day in my life, and I can speak for you on behalf of you too, Max, every day we're showing up and we're called to, to take action one day at a time, one step at a time. We find ourselves in that, everyone. We find ourselves in the present moment. We can argue that that's only where real life is anyway. Life is in the present. That's where we can really find ourselves. Maybe our calling, and you see me doing quotations with my fingers here, <laughs> quotation marks. Maybe our calling is to literally wake up in the moment from bed, make the bed in the moment, Go to the washroom in the moment. Take a step outside in the moment. Take a deep breath. Prepare your meal, your breakfast in the moment. Is that person lost? That person might not know what's going to happen tomorrow, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. But in the moment, they are showing up and they're giving their all in the moment. They're alive and they're found. And yet, they still don't know what's going to happen a year, two, three 10 years from now. I have compassion for everyone right now because a lot of us are in a fear, uncertainty, urgency mode. So our minds are grasping for solutions, for direction, for certitude. And it's taking us out of this present moment. It's taking us out of being found, of feeling found. It's taking us out of being grounded. It's taking us out of being able to see the guidance that's showing up every step and breath we take. It is so much, I'll speak for myself now, it is so much clearer <laughs> to see this incredible, benevolent, incredibly divine guidance that's showing up for me now every day in my life because I did let go of that old system and way of being. I have two feet in to this new paradigm, this new world, and life is providing magic every day. And I'm, I'm not sitting back and asking. Yes, I am open and asking to be uh, in wonder and to, to experience the abundance of life. I'm not asking, I'm thanking. You know, I do um, almost you could say visualizations or prayers every day with my partner. And we thank life for being so abundant. We thank life for providing so much for us. We're acknowledging life and then life, we've created that connection with life and life is responding back to us. It's the way we are designed to be. We're designed to have this incredible, beautiful, provided for life experience. We can't have access to that at all if the mind is grasping in the future or deeply worried about the past. So I would say to everything you just said, Max, we are always found in the present moment, always always. And for those who feel lost, ask yourself, where is my mind primarily dwelling? Is it fixated on the future? Am I grasping or unable to let go of the past? Well, of course you might feel lost, but it's an illusion because all you have to do is take a deep breath and be with yourself in your body, in the room that you're in right now. And you will find, <laughs> you will, you'll find yourself, you will be found because in this moment, there's everything. There's 
all different possibilities. There's incredible direct conscious communication from life itself. It's all happening here in the moment, everyone. You know, you, you probably know this already, but how you brought the present moment into all of this, it really hit home for me because I, I feel there is no more beautiful way to put it because that's exactly what it feels for me that in the present moment, we are found. And to the level of, there was never even the question of, being lost that we there was never the the doubt that oh maybe i i i was lost or i am lost it's almost as if that whole concept doesn't exist in the present moment because it is where we're truly grounded at all times whether we're actively trying to ground ourselves or not you know the the present moment is where our soul our spirit aspect is firmly grounded within I want to take this opportunity and just go back to what I said um, a few minutes ago when I mentioned how in my 20s I would visit a lot of different countries around the world and I would often find myself in, in foreign cities, sometimes where I didn't even speak the native tongue. And I would certainly feel lost there, but it wasn't so much that I felt lost now that I revisit this in retrospect. It was just that I thought myself to be lost. And this is a very, very big difference because it, it really brings us back to this aspect of the mind creating this, almost a, a false reality. And one thing that I learned over the years of placing myself in these situations again and again and again, where I thought myself to be lost in these cities, was I started to realize that it came with so much beauty and so much opportunity that one day I found myself talking to someone about being lost in cities so often. And I found myself saying to this person, nowadays I intentionally just put myself there and think myself to be lost because I have come to realize that it is the best way to, to experience a city for its true nature. And there was a really big lesson that I learned. And when I now think back at this and just reflect on it a little bit, I'm starting to realize that for one, yes, it was only me thinking myself to be lost in these cities. And two, yes, it provided me with these incredible opportunities to explore and experience a city and its true nature without feeling like I had to be guided by a map or by a tour guide or whatever. That is something that we simply need to awaken to or that we need to allow ourselves to realize at some point that the next time we might think that we are lost, that we also then give ourselves permission and the space and the time to realize that we are found, that we've never been lost, that we're firmly grounded and rooted within this beautiful present moment and always have been and always will be. Beautiful, Max. Thank you for sharing that uh, beautiful experience. I'll just shadow a little bit of what you had mentioned there in my own experience. As an avid hiker, 
Uh, for the last six years, I've hiked a lot of Vancouver Island, a lot of it by myself. And kind of like you said, I would put myself in situations where I wouldn't know my way. So what was I unconsciously doing there? Maybe I was consciously doing it, but I don't think so. A part of me was like, I'm going to purposely get myself in a situation on these trails where I don't know where I am so that I can find my way home. So what am I really doing there? I'm not just being frivolous and immature and be like, I'm just going to get lost and see what happens. No, it's a lot deeper than that. <laughs> you know, what was really going on there was, and I remember feeling this a lot, I wanted to feel that incredible connection with the present moment, feeling very alive with each step, really looking at the details of the trail so I can identify where I am, I can learn where I'm going, I can see new indications, new, how should I say, new landmarks on the trail. And I, in, a, in a sense, I needed to know, I needed to put extra attention and care, I needed to be extra present and grounded in the present moment to move myself through that situation. I've hiked so many trails and a lot of them I know very well and a lot of them I barely remember hiking because I'm not in the present moment. I just walk through or trail run through and my mind is processing the future or processing the past. But when I put myself in a situation where I was like, quote unquote, put, putting myself in a potentially lost situation, I had to show up in an entirely different way. Another component here that's really important is trust. I remember being 27 years old and I looked at a map and I said, okay, world, okay, life, okay, universe, I need to take a two month vacation by myself, no plans. I just need to go and show up. And I took my finger and I placed it on a map inside a book. There was a map of the world. And I said, okay, I would, I'm being drawn to either Thailand or to Costa Rica. Where am I going to go? And my finger focused on Costa Rica. So I was like, okay, no questions asked here. This is where I'm going and I'm not going to plan a thing. I remember testing, I tested the limits of my trust. So I would put myself in situations in Costa Rica. I was already putting myself in a, in a challenging situation, so to speak, because I didn't plan a thing. And I'm a single young woman going into who knows where into this other country for two months and just nothing is planned. But I remember testing the boundaries. I remember someone saying, oh, when you go in the jungle, into this particular jungle, you have to wear a high uh, boots, hiking boots, because there's poisonous uh, creatures that are, you know, along the, the bed of the jungle. And I was like, okay, I went barefoot. <laughs> I went with my... <laughs> I went with my sandals. So I was like, no, I'm going to trust this to such a degree. I pushed it. I don't recommend people do this, by the way. This is not um, something I'm recommending people do. This was me in a phase of life that was so desperate. I was broke. I was perceiving myself to be broken during that time, everyone. I had just left my first long-term relationship and it wasn't the, the, the best relationship for me. And I literally was starved for feeling like I could trust life. So that is the underlying reason behind these actions, okay? So I just wanted to highlight that before I go any further. I tested boundaries. Don't walk on that highway. It could be dangerous. All right, thanks for telling me I walked on that highway. I told life, life, I'm going to put myself in these situations and I know you're going to show up for me. 
because a part of me needs to know it because it's been so shattered and so broken over the past six years or eight years, whatever that relationship was. Like, uh, I need to feel you. And I did. I was so safe. I was so guided. I was in the present moment every step of the way and I trusted it. And life was providing like every moment. It was incredible, incredible synchronicities and events were happening, showing up for me in those two months, literally reinvented my life and my definition of truth. Now, everyone, how about you? How about you right now with what's happening? Our truth has been shattered. What we thought we knew about our systems, about our governments, about our political leaders and figures, a whole lot of lies are coming out. A whole lot of BS is coming out and it's extremely shocking and hurtful. And it's going to keep on coming out potentially over years. I don't know who knows how long, but we have a whole lot of truth to reveal and it is not always easy to receive or to handle. How are you going to show up with this? Our truth has, it's the same thing like with Ariana 27. Her truth was shattered. <laughs> Am I saying, okay, now everyone else, go put your sandals on and go walk on that, you know, jungle with poison snakes. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, now is the time to show up fully. Now is the time to get so quiet, to get so freaking deeply intimate with you, yourself and this moment. You're going to see for yourself, everyone, how much life loves you. We were way too busy. We were scrambling before. We were so much in a rush. We were hustling. We were so distracted before with how we were living. We were not giving ourselves a moment to really have this intimacy, this trusting, loving connection with life. Now it's falling apart. Now we have this incredible opportunity all together collectively where we get to rekindle this trust in life. Where's it going to happen? Do you have to go and open up all these micro communities and ascend to the 10th dimension and do all these big things and like renounce your life? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. It's actually just be in the moment. And you're going to see, be in the moment every day, be with every step you're taking from this moment forward, with every deed that you partake in, every conversation you have, be with it so fully. Intimacy now, everyone, that's what we need. We need intimacy with life. We were way too busy to have that before. We were so busy, we didn't realize we were destroying her and destroying ourselves and the very elements we need to be alive, that's how busy and disconnected we were before. Now it's time to feel that trust again, that love again, and it's only gonna happen through the moment, this present moment. My partner and I, we moved to a new home barely a week ago, and we're very, him and I are very intuitive, and we go every day with intuitive guidance every single day. That's how we roll. Literally, magic is like happening every day. It's pretty incredible. What I was going to say was the moment we got into this house, the guidance was relax, relax, get yourself so calm and relaxed. You don't even realize how strained you are and how hard it's been relax and what is that relaxation not relaxing in front of netflix everyone <laughs> i'm talking about re deeply relaxing with your body your heart your breath being really in the present moment oh my god it's rewriting everything it's so 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 important i feel we can do a 10 part 
episode, podcast episode, just on the theme of the need to relax. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We've literally been running like manic robots, the majority of us, manic robots. And now it's like, hey, trust, I don't know how to trust. Hey, relax, I don't know how to relax. Well, the present moment will teach you. Certainly not (laughs) focusing (laughs) on the future. Certainly not focusing on the past. It's going to be in the present, everyone. Yeah, and (laughs) the present, I know we've said this so many times before, but it is something that you can access so beautifully by allowing yourself to feel and experience. You know, we, we talk about the antidote to this perception of being lost is really allowing yourself to feel again that you're grounded, that you're grounded in the present moment. And here we can ask, okay, so what are some of the most simple steps that we can take to allow ourselves to notice how grounded we are in the present moment? What are what are some of the the ways we can do that? And it's by u- utilizing our senses. You know, we as human beings, we we are given this incredible opportunity and you could you could say that we are spiritual beings having a human experience at this point. So we are in this in this beautiful body and this beautiful body comes with a lot of incredible abilities, our senses. You know, we can we can utilize scent to ground ourselves. So at any moment of your life, if you find yourself with the racing mind or you find yourself you're thinking yourself to be lost right now, lost in emotions, lost in thoughts, lost in a city, wherever, whatever it might be, allowing yourself to ground, and you can do this through scent, becoming aware of what does my environment smell like? Maybe even what does my skin smell like? What does my clothing smell like? Any scent that you become aware of, it allows you to ground yourself in that very moment that you're finding yourself in. That is one, using that particular sense that we have. Looking around yourself, grounding yourself by using your eyes, your eyesight, utilizing your feet and your legs that hold you up, that allow you to stand, to walk, to move, allowing yourself to feel what it's like to be standing on this ground, on this texture, on this surface right now. That is another and probably the most literal way to ground yourself as you're standing on the ground and becoming aware of the ground you're standing on. Touch, allowing yourself to feel your environment touching things around you, touching yourself. You don't even have to touch anything around you if you don't want to, but just by touching yourself, you know, gently stroking your arm or just placing your hand over your heart. Those are things how you can ground yourself in the present moment by utilizing touch. Hearing, what do you hear around you? What do you hear within you? Can you hear your heartbeat? Can you feel your heartbeat? All of these things are, that are, are things that we can utilize any moment of our lives. You know, for me, it comes back to the benevolence of everything, that we are gifted 
these things, these incredible things that allow us to always be rooted and grounded in the present moment and remember that we are grounded in the present moment by sensing, by smelling, by touching, by feeling, by tasting. What does the air taste like? There's so many different things that allow us to move away from this mental state of I'm thinking myself to be lost to I'm feeling myself to be found right here in this present moment. It's, it's remarkable. So I would encourage anyone and everyone listening today, if you find yourself thinking to be lost at times, and you can start by utilizing some of the the lingo that we've been using today on this podcast episode very intentionally, you know, perceiving yourself to be lost, thinking yourself to be lost, those help your awareness, your conscious and your subconscious mind to, to remember that it's not a state. Being lost is not a state that you can find yourself in. Being lost is a misperception of your reality, a misperception of your being. From there, moving on to embracing your senses, the senses you're gifted as a human being, and utilizing those any moment of your life to be within that moment. For someone who's been listening to, to this podcast, you would know that we, we really emphasize this aspect of feeling yourself, allowing yourself to feel. And why do we do it? Exactly for this reason, to realize, to remember that you are found. And we do it so much that we have arrived at a place and we can communicate from this place where we might observe that our mind might try to tell us, oh, actually, today you're lost, Max, or you're lost today, Ariane, with all of this going on. But then we, we know that we can allow ourselves to feel, feel ourselves in the present moment, just feeling the energy of the present moment alone that helps us to realize, oh, yeah, interesting what the mind is trying to convince me of yet again. But that is okay. I can now approach all of this from a place of love, with love and compassion, and just embrace it as part of this human experience, but not identifying with it and not attaching to it. That's awesome, Max. Thank you so much for saying that. We can get even more definitive now with all of this because we explored so many beautiful examples here. If I look back at my experiences of feeling lost, the instances where I felt most lost were the instances where I was the most untrusting and disconnected from life. The most untrusting. Of course, I'm going to feel confused and lost if I don't allow myself to be in my body, to be present and grounded and to feel and process whatever intense feelings or emotions are going on. Imagine that there are people that live their entire lives that way, thinking that there's something wrong with them, thinking that they need to do more or undo that or fix that or whatever that. The solution could not be more simple. And what if it was a symptom, everyone? <laughs> 
a symptom of something much bigger, something much bigger and yet so simple and so innate. I feel lost. I feel so confused. Okay. How is your connection with life in this moment? Not in general, in this moment. I can't, I can't feel I'm stressed. I'm worried. Can you, can you breathe? I can't breathe and I can't relax. What can you do for yourself to help you relax and breathe? You know, there is this, I'm having an image right now come up. Oh, this is peculiar. That is so funny. Okay, I'm going to share it because it's coming up. <laughs> What's that huge guy, Tony Robbins? Now, that this is not someone I follow or someone that I even resonate with everyone. I actually, I actually don't resonate with this person, but he's coming up in my mind. So I'm going to share. And if you resonate with him, that's awesome because uh, in his own way, he's doing profound work. I'm not putting him down at all, not even a little bit. Someone showed me a video of him in an auditorium. A massive amounts of people there uh, had come to see him speak and to see his work in live action. And he helps people essentially, if you don't know him, he's a personal development coach and he helps people rewrite their inner narratives through a form of coaching. There was a woman who stood up in the auditorium and she was talking to him and telling him about how depressed she was and her depression was so debilitating and she was so anxious and life was so hard. She was holding onto the microphone and she was twisting it in her hands and her eyes were downcast and her face was crippled with strain and stress and she was clearly demonstrating her struggle on so many different levels. And Tony looked at her and he didn't even respond to it at all. In fact, he poked fun. He's like, what kind of hand grip do you have going on on that microphone there? <laughs> Throwing these like totally inappropriate, random like comments, like just poking at her, agitating her ego. And she got agitated. She was like, excuse me, what are you saying to me? And he was like, I'm asking about this hand job you're giving to the mic right now. And she was like, oh my God. Like she, <laughs> she totally, she was like in shock. She was like, he's, he's saying this to me in front of all these people. And like, what the, first of all, what the hell is he talking about? And he was having a ball on stage, everyone. He was joking around. He was laughing. He was poking at her, but he was also being very, present and very methodical with how he was speaking to her. I think it was maybe 15 minutes in of speaking this way and her being like, hey, how can you speak to me this way? And him being like kind of going with a very light and playful and poking type of uh, attitude towards her. Then after, I guess it was probably around 15 minutes, by the end, her entire demeanor, her entire energy her entire body language had changed and she looked actually like a different person. She actually looked like a different person. At the end of the 15 minutes, he's like, do you have any element of depression in your body or in your mind or in your, your heart right now? And she's like, I can't feel any of it. I can't feel any of it. Her eyes were lit up. She was standing tall. She was laughing. She was just totally there. She was totally wow. in the present moment. And it started with a hand job joke. <laughs> so now let's look at this together. <laughs> let's look at this together. What, what did he do? You could say that's an inappropriate way to get someone to wake up. Hey, everyone, it worked. It freaking worked. It got her out of her narrative and she was like seeping in it. 
she was like not at all the same person afterwards there's many ways to get ourselves back to the present moment he just happened to choose a very playful and maybe even inappropriate we could say in, in some senses you know like but it's a very playful approach that he took with her he got her to think so outside of her narrative he invited her he didn't invite her he kind of poked her pretty hard with that comment you know what yeah, I mean? it sounds like it <laughs> she was not expecting it that was the last freaking thing i'm sure that she was <laughs> thinking he would say but he shot it at her a mile a minute she had to wake up she had to get in her body she had to defend herself she even told him to fuck off at one point <laughs> and she, she did it she was doing it with a smile on her face like she you could see she was stressed inside but she was smiling when she said it so you could see that a part of her was like this is stressing me out but it's but I'm going to go with it because I'm feeling something here that I probably haven't felt in a while. She's feeling present again. She's feeling in her body again. She might even had to feel like she'd had to stand up taller and show more strength and confidence that she probably had, didn't have to feel before, like, or express or explore before in so long. Cause she's been so waddling in this waiting in this depression pool for probably a long time. He got her back to the present moment. And he got her to switch the narrative. What narratives are we feeding right now? You know, like in Costa Rica, for example, in my experience, I was feeding, okay, life, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to show up in ways I probably would never show up here, but I'm going to do it knowing you're going to support me fully. And it always did. Always did. Ma magic was happening on that trip. It was truly outstanding. <laughs> and what about here? What narratives are we feeding? here and now in this moment with everything that's happening in the world are we feeding the apocalyptic narrative are we feeding the oh everything's going to crap and you know it's all horrible how's that working for you first of all how is that working feeding this apocalyptic narrative for me it didn't work i felt like a depressed pancake of shock and stress <laughs> on the ground <laughs> I, I literally what a visual I did. I had so very little will to live when I was seeing what was happening. Why would I want to keep on living if all of this is happening? And if I'm going to be feeding it, it's just a horrible life experience on earth right now. But wait a minute. What about the inner narrative of, hey, we're transitioning into a new time. Hey, maybe this new time is going to be incredible. And hey, maybe we have extra help that we don't even realize we have here. Maybe life actually has this very benevolent plan for all of us that I don't quite understand and I don't see fully. Maybe I can start practicing trust in that. How does that work for you? Well, for me, it works very well. I feel taller. I feel expansive. I feel excited to get up in the morning. I feel motivated. I feel passionate to be alive again. We are our greatest experiment here, everyone. You got to try and see what works for you, not just take what you're being told, does it really work for you? Or are you just afraid every day or passively going through your day or not really feeling alive or afraid of the future? Like these narratives, you know, we've got to, let's have a really good look at them. And to tether it back to everything we're saying here, the present moment is our best friend right now, everyone. Oh my God. <laughs> we're, we're building the trust <laughs> that we came here to express and to embody we're finally building it now like on a collective level 
we're finally tasting it now and it tastes like freedom it tastes like sovereignty it's like the most incredible life experience and it was there this whole time but again too busy too distracted too much hustle to pay attention so of course we're going to evolve out of this everyone it's extremely unsustainable it's not working for us these old narratives so and that's what we do here in this in this world we grow every I'm sure everybody's growing on all the planets, no matter where they are or who they are or what planet it is. This is this is what we do. We continue to grow and evolve. So why not be open to some incredible growth? And personally, I do not buy into horrible apocalyptic futures. It, it doesn't feel right. And it also doesn't make sense. You know, we've already lived such hardship <laughs> for so long. It's clear that we're ready for millions of us are ready for some beautiful and bright and sustainable change and it couldn't be any more simpler it, it couldn't be because it's like you were saying max the senses right taking a breath mm -hmm. like it can't get any more simple than literally taking a breath and then maybe a second breath that can help so much and we can find ourselves again yeah we can find ourselves again by realizing that we were never lost to begin with. This really brings me back to this, this aspect of wholeness. The one theme that we, that we always talk about. What I find so incredible is that when it comes to this aspect of wholeness, it is non-discriminating. And that also means that even though today we, we really made a point here that being lost is really just a misperception of our reality that even though we have reiterated on that in today's episode it is also important to acknowledge that it exists this misperception of thinking yourself to be lost it exists in this life you know we've all experienced it at least once probably for most of us an uncountable number of times. And because it exists, this experience of being lost, it means it has a purpose. Because everything in this world has a purpose. Everything is driven and created by love. Everything has a purpose that is benevolent in its nature. And I do feel it's important that we also acknowledge that this misperception of being lost that is oftentimes predominantly driven by the mind itself, it has a purpose to be here. It has a purpose to be here because it is a catalyst for us to become aware, for us to awaken, for us to realize and become conscious of the fact that it's just not the truth. It's just not our truth. At some point in our lives, it may have been seen by us as, as a truth, but it isn't an ultimate truth. And I find this in itself so beautiful that here we have something that, you know, we spend almost an entire episode talking about how it's, it's just a false impression that we have about our situation in life, yet at the same time, it provides us with this incredible opportunity and this incredible 
driver that helps us realize I am found, I've always been found, I've always been in the present moment. For me, it's oftentimes very similar to, and I think I've mentioned this before on this show, that night is such a beautiful reminder of what day is like because it allows us to see the contrast. It allows us to see the other side of the, of the spectrum. And therefore, this misperception of being lost is just a beautiful other side of the spectrum of us always being grounded, always being found in the present moment. And that's just something that I want to acknowledge because it's just one of the, the infinite number of examples that show us how benevolent everything is, that everything is driven by love and based within love and just is love. Beautiful. I love how uh, at the end of these episodes, it always comes back to love. It's feedback. We can ask ourselves, am I connected to the to love right now? Am I connected to the present moment? Am I connected to my breath? And it can be as simple as that. And Max and I invite you all to explore that with us. And it might be, it might just blow your mind. It might just blow your heart. <laughs> <laughs> just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening thank you so much for taking this journey with us and thank you max for all of your incredible insight there's always new stories i learn about you and your life which which always excites me uh, i want to thank you for that and i want to thank everyone for listening and being open to being inspired by all of this thank you we'll see you next time everyone bye-bye bye, -bye. bye. 